got it. Ho, ho. You use your shirt to cleanse the gluteal cleft? He said, son, that's why they make a shirt tail. You end up tucking it in your underwear anyway. Whole thing fits in there real nice and convenient. Look at this shirt. I can tell you exactly where I'm in. You see this stain here? This is from eating bean burritos. And this yellow mark, I hope, is from eating Cheetos. Uh, uh, now it's got the smell of ranch and beer. And I spilled on my belly right here. Oh, I got a tire track mark up my spine. That's from where your mama ran over my bag behind. Oh, baby, I'm a redneck. Can't help it, I'm a redneck. Oh, baby, I'm a redneck. Can't help it, I'm a redneck. Oh, baby, I'm a redneck. Can't help it, I'm a redneck. Now, this little schmear I got from the house of Miss Betty, because the girl she sent me was fat and sweaty. You see that little button rip? That's when I asked her to do a little top flip. Uh, you see this here ring around the collar? Well, that happened when I started to sweat and holler. Oh, baby, I'm a redneck. Can't help it, I'm a redneck. Oh, baby, I'm a redneck. Can't help it, I'm a redneck. Oh, baby, I'm a redneck. Can't help it, I'm a redneck. You see? Oh, baby, I'm a redneck. Can't help it, I'm a redneck. Oh, baby, I'm a redneck. Can't help it, I'm a redneck. Oh, baby, I'm a redneck. Can't help it, I'm a redneck. Breaker, breaker. Hi. Hi, it's Grace. What's going on? How are you? I'm loving life. I just wanted to say about these boys that I heard about who kicked a dog to death and cut its tongue off, and they say... It's oh, like man. They listen to that heavy metal music. Yeah. And I just want to equate it, because my son listens to rap music, and, and that seems to always be saying things about guns and killing. Yeah. And I'm really concerned about it. What do you think? Well, I don't think... I don't think... Yeah, let's face it, uh, uh, don't be concerned about rap music. Don't be concerned about TV. Don't be concerned about the radio. Uh, what do you think made Cain slay Abel? Remember that thing in the Bible? Yeah, right. Well, what right. rap record was Cain? Was Ice T around to get him to dust off Abel? Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, uh, people have been killing people and uh, assaulting and doing horrible crimes. Lucy Borden, or was it Lizzie? It's up with an axe long before Stephen King was around to write about that kind of thing. Huh? Yeah, I mean, uh, what was Lizzie Borden uh, uh, looking at? I mean, what was she reading there? What TV show made her? I mean, uh, Stephen King wasn't around there. She took an axe. So I think if you say, well, it's this record or this TV show or this movie drove someone to... I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I mean, what gave people the idea for the Crusades? I mean, who gave them the idea to burn witches at the stake? I mean, what book? What book were they reading? I don't buy it. What rap record did they hear? Uh, I think your kids are all right. They just listen to that, but don't... I, I wouldn't worry. Hi, it's Grease. Hey, Grease, what's up? I love your show. Thank you. Um, I want to know, what's the weirdest job you ever had? The weirdest job yeah. I ever had? Uh, well, uh, oh, God, uh, humiliation, humiliation, uh, degradation. Well, I think the weirdest, I guess, was with the uh, have, uh, have to fit. Would be um, when I worked at the clinic. We'd almost whisper it in the family. We were all a little embarrassed about it. I'd get ready to go to work, and my folks would say, you going down to uh, the clinic? I'd say, yeah, I'm going down to, uh, got an eight-hour shift tonight. At the clinic. 
Turned out you had a little problem getting pregnant. A lot of women didn't want to go through the hassle of a marriage. I worked at the clinic for that in vitro fertilization. It was kind of weird. Sitting there, we'd interview him first. Woman say, yes, I'd like to have a baby. And then I'd, I'd go in a room with all the, uh, the book. And we had all the donors, you know, we'd have a book on them. And she would, uh, all right, well, uh, if you're married, what does your husband look like? I'll try to find one of these donors that looks enough like him. Maybe the kid will show a little family resemblance. And she'd tell me, well, my husband's, you know, big and beefy. Little and small. And then I'd get a big plunger. Oh, God. Get a big plunger and fill it up. Hideous. Hideous. And then... I'd bury the plunger. Send them on their way. I'd say, all right, lady, stay here in the chair for a second. Can you stand on your head for about 45 minutes? We turn you loose. Come back next week. If nothing kicked in, we'll hit you with another shot. That, I think, had to be the weirdest job I ever had. Until one night, this dame came in, and I'll tell you what, she was hot. With a capital H. Apparently, she just gotten out of a bad relationship, and she realized to herself, at least, relationships weren't the way to go. But she wanted a kid, and God, she was sitting there. She looked like something right out of a movie. Now, either you do something about this problem, or I want separate beds. Yeah, that kind of, kind of, kind of agonizing. That broken-hearted. Now, put your legs a little further apart. Okay. Bend your knees. Right. I'm giving you a kiss. Uh, she was hot. Well, I, uh, I got the description of what kind of child she was looking to have. And when she said, well, I need a weightlifter type. Approximately six feet two, 190 pounds. Ruddy complexion, piercing blue eyes. I knew what I had to do. I said, get in the room there and get naked. And I walked in there to her. I said, ma'am, we're all out of that bottle stuff. I'm going to have to give it to you straight from the tap. Hey, just chill a minute. Grease is coming right back. It's the all-new Grease Man Show. 1-800-544-9294 is my number. Stand by. There's more of the Grease Man Show. <laughs> At 94 WISP, you've spoken and we've listened. Hi, YSP. Go deeper into the album. That's a little deeper. You like to hear some really good music. Like uh, Foreigner and Steely Dan. If it's rock, we want to be rock. Yeah, rock. All this weekend, 94 WISP is giving you exactly what you want. We've gone inside Philadelphia's largest on-air music library, and we're playing only the best songs from the biggest classic rock CDs of all time. It's a Prime Cuts weekend. Just the best from the greatest. And we will accept nothing less. The Prime Cuts weekend. Miss it, and you'll miss a lot. All this weekend. From the classic rock station. 94 WISP. It's coming. It's almost here. And it's bigger than ever. Ever. It's the third annual Classic Rock Art Show and Sale. Saturday and Sunday, April 3rd and 4th at Memorial Hall. From Budweiser, the rock and roll king of beers. And the Classic Rock Station, 94 WISP. The following 60 seconds of driving pleasure are brought to you by Sunoco. The pleasure of that special rush 
as you shift from second to third. The pleasure of cruising in a convertible and feeling the surge of wind through your hair. The pleasure of exploring the twists and turns of a backcountry road. Sunoco helps you enjoy all the pleasures of driving. Every gasoline we sell, from economy to ultra 94, all meet BMW standards for detergency. And every product we offer, every service we provide, are all designed to do one thing. Help you get the most out of your car. So you can enjoy all the pleasures of driving. Even if it's only the simple pleasure of just shutting off the outside world. That's why people who love to drive trust the quality of Sunoco. You can be a doctor, a drummer, a DP. Hey, it's a life or drug situation. In the Navy and Marine Corps, we think you've got a lot better things to do than drugs. Be an author, engineer, astronaut, artist, director, designer. Don't be a psychiatrist. Fast and from a drug-free Navy and Marine Corps. Pure power. Pure energy. The 35th Annual Philadelphia. World of Wheels. Custom Car Show. Cranks it up. Cranks it up at the Civic Center like never before. See Hollywood's hottest lineup ever. With superstar John Stamos, Jesse of Full House. Teen Idol Ian Searing, Steve Sanders of Beverly Hills 90210. Hong Kong Antonio Sabato Jr., Jagger of General Hospital. Rod Shear, the Saxkin of USA of all night. Herman Munster and his Munster coach. The dynamic dinosaur legend. TV's original Batmobile. The all-new Batmobile. Penguin's yellow dog and the Batscape home. From Batman Returns. Sponsored by B of Goodridge. Echo Raceway presents Bunny Burkett, Ronnie Socks, and the world's fastest jet car. The 35-foot love machine limousine. And bikini jeans. And over 350 cars in exhibit. March 19th, 20th, and 21st. Philadelphia Civic Center. Advanced tickets through Ticketmaster. Check your newspaper for celebrity days and times. Models by John Robert Powers Modeling Agency. You're listening to The Grease Man Show on 94 WISP Philadelphia. My number, keep it handy whenever you need it. 1-800-544-9294. Whenever you need your big daddy, you dial me up and I'll be here. Uh, go ahead, what's on your mind tonight, Lord? What's on your mind tonight? Uh, it's time to shriek my armpits reek. Yeah, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, and I'm trying to cut back a little bit, if I could, on the uh, on the boy meets girl kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, rather talk about what's going on uh, in the world. Supreme Court Justice Byron Wizard White announced that he was uh, retiring from the bench. I bet you them liberals would just salivate. Eh? Waiting in line to get a spot on the bench. Only this time, Coke cans of prospective employees will be checked thoroughly. Hi, <laughs> right, it's Grease. What's cooking? Grease, man, how you doing? This is Gerald in Baltimore. Yeah. I have a question. Um, 
It's about the situation in Waco, Texas. Yeah, what about it? Now, my problem is to the average Joe sitting on his couch watching TV, yeah. they have two elite organizations there. You have the FBI and the ATF people. Yeah. And it looks like nothing is happening for 20 days. Nothing's happening. No, they've decided they don't want further loss of life, so they're just going to wait them out. Well, I mean, it, so how long is that going to be, though? Because it, it looks like it, it, it still could turn into a potentially dangerous situation. It still could. Well, I mean, suppose we don't know how much food the guy's got in there. Suppose the guy, they, they, they think he may have a month or two worth of food. Suppose we're wrong. Suppose he's got a year's worth of food in there. And supposedly he's injured. Yeah, they say, but if he's not, on a, if he's not dead after 20 days, I guess he's going to make it. Yeah, you know, I, I just think, um, I guess I had the wrong impression, you know, of, of, uh, of uh, some, some elite organization. I would think that they would find a way to, to get inside the house and to get the people, and I'm sure there's still children in there, too. Yeah. And the, the situation, because, I mean, it's, you know, the media... Well, how are they going to get in? If they go to knock down the walls, everybody will start shooting. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. So what are they going to do? They're kind of... Yeah, it's, it's a sticky situation. There are three things, two of which are blued and tattooed. That's eh? true. It's a very sticky situation. And, it, it, and like I said, to the average person... Right. Ninjas. I remember somebody called last night and said, ninjas. That's what we need to do. Send some ninjas in there. Scale the walls. Yeah, what's on your mind? Hello. Yes, hi. Hey there. I think he's just the best. Oh, uh, shucks. Thanks. <laughs> well, I have a little problem. No, what is your problem, ma'am? Well, I've been seeing this 24-year-old since New Year's Eve. Yes. And um, I have to say, he's just the best love I've ever had. How old are you? Well, I'm, nine, I'm 18, about to turn 19. 18? You've had a few to compare with this guy? Well, You've had a track record already, huh? Well, you've, not, well, not exactly, but... You, you've seen a few ceilings in your day. Well, okay. All right. So, <laughs> right so. And um, I had an ex-boyfriend who was around the same age as I was. Yeah, what's your question? What's your question? Well, the thing is, the guy that is really good in bed, well, he doesn't like to have sex a lot. We have it like once a week. One time we went like three weeks and then we had it. Yeah. With the other, see, with the other men I've been with. They're a little more hungry. I used, you know, I'm used to getting it more. Yeah. I'm sexually spoiled. I'm used to when I'm in the mood, they're just ready with me. Yeah. But with him, you know, I feel a bit rejected. <laughs> I get mad. Well, well, don't get mad. Some people are just different. That's all it is. People are different in the world. And uh, he just doesn't have the same appetite that them other men did that would tan you up. What exactly does that mean, sexually spoiled? That thing is rotten? <laughs> yeah, men are different. And, uh, you know, like when I'm, when I'm cutting a slice, uh, I say, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? To kind of heighten the experience. But, uh... Well, we can do it somebody's been using that thing. Uh, let's make the topic uh, different things guys say when they're cutting a slice. Let's do things that guys yell. Somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Georgia boy, somebody been using that thing. Well, I knew a guy who used to yell, stab it. He'd point to it and she'd grab it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Georgia boy, somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Oh, yeah. Somebody been using that thing. Georgia boy, somebody been using that thing. Well, I knew a guy yell, yippee Put on a cowboy hat and wail away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Georgia boys might have been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Georgia boys might have been using that thing. Well, I knew a guy who'd yell bonsai. She wouldn't let him pack it, but he damn sure tried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Georgia boys might have been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Somebody been using that thing. Georgia boys might have been using that thing. Well, I knew a guy yell tally ho. He'd drop his pants and away he'd go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Georgia boys might have been using that thing. The Grease Man Show. All right, yeah, let's do some you too. 1-800-544-9294, your direct line to my big bye.
Bradshaw with you too. Hi there, it's Grace. You made it through. What's cooking? Hi, this is Dave. Yeah, Dave, what's up? Um, well, a couple of days ago. Yes, Dave. I was like my dad. I went downstairs to the TV room, yeah. and I saw my dad with another woman. But I, I, I don't really know. But he told me not to say anything about it. But yeah. He told me if I did, you know, he wasn't gonna let me get my license. Wow. I'll be 16 soon. So what do you think I should do? Because you know, I kind of feel bad about not telling my mom about it. Wow. How old are you? 15. 15. And you came through the door. Let me set the scene here. You came through the door, and your dad was in the arms of another woman? Well, kind of. They were, like, on the bed. He was, like, playing with her hair. Playing with her hair? Were they naked? No. They, they were on the bed. Did your pop and mom sleep on? Um, no. They were on a couch, like, watching TV, kind of, but not really watching it. You mean you came home from school to, to catch this whole tawdry spectacle? Yeah. My God, man. My God, the... Unbelievable. And so are you a little shaken up by it? Yeah, I kind of feel bad because, you know, I really... God. Well, you don't know what happened now. Maybe we should be giving... Uh, maybe we should be giving Dad uh, uh, a little benefit of the doubt. For all you know, that's just uh, just some friend. Yeah, well, I don't know because, you know, he works long hours and he, I don't really expect to see him, you know, at home. And then you come in and there he is. Who is this Hazzy? I have no idea. Who was this? Has it? <laughs> what did you say? Did you turn around and say, oh, my God, and, and run from the house? No, I just, uh, like, like we had this little side door. And I just started real quick. And I could have acted like I didn't see it. But, like, but I talked to him later about it. And he said, you, he didn't even say, son, let me let me apologize. He didn't say, son, I, I let my, my emotions get the better of me. He just said, hey, you tell your mother you ain't getting a driver's license ever. Yeah, basically, something like that. Well, sounds like my daddy! Yeah! I remember, well, you were 15, I was the same age. I was the same age! I come through the door and I heard something I'd never heard before in my life. I heard, what the hell? What the hell is going on in here? Well, I get in there, and that's when Daddy said, Oh, son, good. Glad you come home. I'd like to meet my friend, Trixie Hicks. I said, Trixie Hicks? Daddy, what are you doing? How come y'all ain't got no clothes on? He said, son, about time you learned the meaning of life. Now, I'm going to show you what it's all about. Now, you just watch me, and then you get your shot. I said, Daddy, I don't believe I want my shot. He said, son, don't you ever want to find out what it's like to be with a woman? I said, well, I thought I'd found out on my, on my wedding night. Uh, you know, that I'd, I'd have a long engagement, and, and, and we'd walk in the park, and I'd get to know her, and then on my wedding night, I'd find her. He'd say, son, when'd you ever get a sissy attitude like that? Here's what it's all about. Look at me. Look at your dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is what it's about. Huh? This is what it's about. This is what it's... Now, get over here. You try it. I said, dad, I don't want to try it. He said, all right, maybe you should start, so let me show you how you dine. I said, what do you mean, Daddy? Dine. He said, let me show you. Next, he just leaned back. Here's what I mean by dining. Here we go. There you go. He tried that. I said, oh, my God. I said, I don't believe I can. He said, son, you either dying on that thing or you're grounded for a month. You hear me? You ain't going no place after school. 
cheeks. She said, well, don't be afraid, Nino. And so with tears rolling down my cheeks, that was my first experience. I tried tentatively, but I just gave it a couple of cursory swipes. Daddy smiled proudly, looked at me, said, well, what do you think, son? I said, I can't really tell. With all your smoking, Daddy, that thing tastes like Tipperillo. The Greaseman Show. Oh, man. Uh, so, you'll be all right. This too shall pass, young man. Hey. Okay. Yeah, are you a little broken up over this whole thing? Yeah. Well, you I know, don't know what to do. Bottom line is it is, it is, it is, it is business between your Daddy and your mom. All right. Right? And I think probably women are very intuitive. And uh, if your father's been up to this kind of mischief, she probably knows what's happening. And she's decided to stay. So I think that uh, out of respect for mom, you ought to just say nothing. Yeah, do you think I should, like, encourage him to say something now? No. No, that's, that's his business. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Green. All right. Good luck. I really like you, man. Your, your show's great. All right. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Good luck. Thanks. That childhood trauma. Oh, man. The stuff you can get the heebie-jeebies. All right. Let's see what's cooking here. Hi, it's Grease. What's going on? Hi. Yes. Hey, um, tonight's the first time I've ever heard your show. I love it. Thanks. So, hey, I got a big question for you. Yes. Um, did you ever listen to Dr. Demento a lot when when you were growing up, or not growing up, but years ago? Not a whole lot. Actually, I, I've I've uh, met the guy. He gave me a bunch of his uh, wacky albums, so I've I've listened to the albums. Yeah, I've even used sn- oh. used snippets of the same records that he used. Yeah, I like I like that stuff. Yeah, because you remind me a lot of them. Oh God. <laughs> Is that, that's good, I hope, right? Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard Dr. Demento rock, and I've heard his records and stuff. Yeah, I mean, when I was younger, I used to stay up late at night to listen to him. All right, sweet. Well, all right, thank you so much. Okay, well, thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Uh, what's your first name? Kathy. I'll, I'll expect another update from you in the future, Kathy. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi there, it's Grease. Graceman. Yes. I'm fine, sir. How are you? Listen, I got a question for a happening daddy like yourself. What is that, sir? What is your feeling on tattoos? Tattoos. Yes. Do you have any? I have none. No, do you? What do you think about them? Uh, I don't think I'd get one. How come? Well, you know, just I'm afraid as the years go by and I start to geese, I'm afraid uh, that that uh, that little Chiquita banana dancing uh, woman that I got on my bicep, you know, by the time I hit... 70 years old, going to look like a, a poster child for Miss Osteoporosis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Oh, other than, uh, you know, I might have exit only stamped over my bomb age or something, but uh, I don't think I want to. They had the big tattoos convention in San Diego last week. Had people that were tattooed completely. Every inch of skin was tattooed. They all sleeved out. Shaved their heads just to have more tattoos. <laughs> uh, you know, if you want to do that, that's okay. What, what, which ones do you have? No, I don't have any. I'm How have you disfigured your skin? What's that? I'm thinking about getting one. Which what? What kind? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's probably something on my arm. An anchor? Nobody gets those anymore. Yeah, right. I'm not Everybody used to have one years ago. A nice anchor. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, there's another forgotten tattoo. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. You gonna get a sherpa or something like that? Uh, I don't know. Not sure. All right. Well. Think twice. Yeah, I know. It's, a, it's something you have to do with the rest of your life. Right. Boil those needles. All right. Good luck. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I don't know. Maybe one day. Eh? Maybe one day something like that. Hi, it's Grease. What's going on? Hey, uh, Grease man. Maybe I'll wait till I'm a geezer. Then I'll get the tattoo. Then, you know, in five or eight years, I'll be on a slab, so I won't get a chance to distend too badly. How are you, sir? 
I'm, I'm fine. How are you? Fine. Hey, Grace, I just want to call and talk to you about uh, the this bad women contest they're starting to have. You heard about that? No, I don't believe I have. Well, now, you know, they got the bad men contest. They got the bad women contest now. And I was just wondering if uh, uh, what you thought about that. Well, you'd, I'd have to find Somebody fax me what that contest is, and then I'll give you full details. I'm not sure what it is. Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that uh, the bad women contest ought to be, you know, uh, maybe, uh, you know, which which woman could take the most hydraulics. Well, I'll look into it. You, you, you send me all the details, and I'll check it out. Hi, it's Grease. Um, I wanted to know what your uh, real careers were. My real careers? Yeah. I talk about them all the time, sir. A fireman, a doctor. Uh, a lawyer, a cop. Yeah. What else? I've uh, done all military. kinds. Military. Oh man, military. <laughs> military. <laughs> you want to talk about military? Don't tell me about the military. Don't tell me where the lead is flying. Don't tell me where the mud is deep. Eh? All right, I love you, buddy. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try to spill my guts as best I can, but I. Uh, no, I don't know. Some some nights I just don't feel like talking about it. Some nights I just don't. It's best left forgotten. Every now and then I'll hear the explosions. I'll sit up soaked in sweat. Sometimes I'll get a flashback. Last night, for example, I sat up, bolt upright, sweat rolling down my back. I was yelling, Chopper 9, Chopper 9, this is Blue Fox Raider, Blue Fox Raider. My honey was shaking me, honey, honey, you're having a dream. I said, oh, oh yeah, I guess. She said, you want to talk about it? I said, no, I don't want to talk about it. She said, sometimes it can help to talk. I said, I don't like to talk about it. She said, but sometimes if you... I said, all right, I was thinking about the days when the day bought my uniforms at Greece Medelli, but everybody knew me as Sergeant Fury. Tree, 1967. I was wading through. Doing some good work. Defoliate the area. Of course, they were firing back. But I got to the point where I just didn't care. I, I, I just didn't care. I was... I'd hit a stage in my life where I did some horrible things. I remember one time I killed a VC and I was going through his personal effects. And, uh... Well, I... I got an idea. I had intercepted the mail and I snagged a picture of Robinson's girlfriend and I stuck it in that VC's wallet. Then I stuck it back in the VC's pocket. When we were going through the bodies, looking for souvenirs and paraphernalia, I said, hey, look at this in his wallet. Everybody gathered around. I said, my God. Hey, Robinson, this dead VC's got a picture of your girlfriend uh, in his wallet. He said, let me see that. What are you, my God, that is Daphne. I said, how do you like that? She told you she couldn't come over when you were in R&R, &R, but she was over, only she was with this guy. Uh, man, he went off. He was like a lying piece of sack of slut trash can scum his dirt bag. Bitch! And then he turned his weapon on the dead BC. I mean, he's like, hey, said Robinson, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead. Well, from that day forward, Robinson didn't care. Now there were two of us. Two of us who didn't care. 
I mean, Robinson, you know, normally you'd cower in a foxhole and you'd call in artillery and napalm and all that. Robinson would just walk up on him. People couldn't believe it. I mean, he was just going right up there. I mean, he'd lean over machine gun nests. The VC'd be hunkered down in the damn bunkers, but not Robinson, man. <laughs> not my buddy Robinson. I mean, he was hoping he'd get shot. That's the thing. You see, when, when you're hoping for it, that's when you never get it. When you're a short timer, that's when you get it. Robinson, I didn't care. That's why I only kind of looked at it out of the corner of my eye when somebody yelled, Grenade! Next thing I know, I'm strapped to a chopper. Next thing I know, I'm being transported to a hospital. I remember the guy leaning over me, your war's over, buddy. You're going home. I said, no, I ain't going home. You guys are going to patch me up and you're going to send me out again because I ain't going home. I ain't going home. <laughs> I remember lying there in that hospital. And for the first time, that rock around my heart started to chip away. There was a nurse there who would check on me in the night. Never forget her name was Robin. And just when I was afraid of the night because that's when the fears and the fever started. She'd come in and she'd blot my brow with a moist hanky. Those hot Vietnam nights. She'd say, oh, you are quite a man as she changed my bandages and swabbed me down. One night it was unusually hot. She said, would you like me to drop some cold water on you? I said, yeah, that'd be nice, Robin. That'd be real nice. So she did, and I reacted. And you know what she said to me? Never forget it. She said, oh. And I thought to myself, this is amazing. I'm in a hospital. Got shrapnel all over me. And I still got the, the wherewithal to get 10 hut. <laughs> I am a Marine. Well, I fell in love with her. Just when I was ready to die, suddenly I discovered I wanted to live. And she'd come by at night. I'd wait for those visits. At first, I didn't want to see anybody. I'd wait for those visits, and then... By the time I was about ready to be released, I'd already proposed marriage to Robin. I told her that when she finished out her tour, she could come live with me. We'd start a family. We'd forget this hellhole called Vietnam, and we'd begin life. And she was like, oh, yay. Send the money. She could build up a little savings account. Buy a plane ticket. When the time was back, she could come back commercial. Drinking booze, loving life. And then we'd start our family. Everything was perfect. What a sap I was. I'm sitting there on the bus getting ready to leave the compound, and I hear the two guys behind me. So that hospital was great. Hey, did you get that nurse come by your thing at night? I mean, uh, Bob and Robin? Yeah, she came by. That was great. Every night, 9 o'clock, she'd be by the... Oh, like, oh, I was about 9.20. And some of the other guys told me they were 9.45. Hey, you know what I hear? There's one stupid Marine, some Sergeant uh, Minnelli, some kind of thing. He, he proposed to her. Bob and Rob. <laughs> what are they going to serve at the wedding? Tapioca? I mean, I heard this from the guys in the seat behind me. Well, Robin had told me that she was going to 
stand on the overpass and wave to me as the bus pulled out of the compound. So I saw her. As I say, hi, honey. Don't forget to send the money. I leaned out the window of that bus. I said, I'll give you money. Take me home. Stand by for more of the all-new Greaseman Show. 1-800-544-9294. Stand by. There will be more of the Greaseman Show. 94 WISP takes you back to Mayberry, Pennsylvania. Hey, Barney. You know, 94 WISP and Budweiser are doing a classic rock art show and sale to benefit the AIDS Task Force of Philadelphia. Well, not to blow my own horn, Howard, but I think I was partly responsible for getting Jerry Garcia involved in art. How's that, Barney? Well, I pulled him over for doing 36 and a 25, tried to get him to sign the summons, and he responded with an elaborate drawing of a one-finger saloon. You're kidding me, Barney. He's a military man? Howard, he's one of the dead. Oh, God rest his soul. No, the Grateful Dead, you idiot. It's one of a kind. The classic rock art show and sale. Anyway, the now famous Bird of Mayberry will be publicly displayed at the 94 WISP Classic Rock Art Show and Sale. April 3rd and 4th, brought to you by Budweiser, the rock and roll king of beers, and the classic rock station, 94 WISP. Pure power. Pure energy. 30th Annual Philadelphia. World of Wheels. Custom Car Show. Cranks it up. Cranks it up at the Civic Center like never before. See Hollywood's hottest lineup ever. With superstar John Stamos, Jesse of Full House. Teen Idol Ian Ziering, Steve Sanders of Beverly Hills 90210. Hong Kong, Antonio Sabato Jr., Jagger of General Hospital. Ron Shear, the sex king of USA up all night. Herman Munster and his Munster coach. The dynamic dinosaur legend. CV's original Batmobile. The all-new Batmobile. Penguin's yellow dog and the Batscape home. From Batman Returns. Sponsored by B of Courage. Corey's Way presents Bunny Burkett, Ronnie Socks, and the world's fastest jet car. The 35-foot Love Machine Limousine. Bikini Team. And over 350 cars in exhibit. March 19th, 20th, and 21st. Philadelphia Civic Center. Advanced tickets through Ticketmaster. Check your newspaper for celebrity days and times. Models by John Robert Powers Modeling Agency. Hi. This is Jerry Robbins at Robbins 8th and Walnut. We're having our great art card wedding band weekend extravaganza. You know, I never get tired of seeing the expression on couples' faces when they walk up to our counters and see hundreds and hundreds of wedding bands to choose from. This weekend only, art card has given us all the latest styles, newest designs to put on display. You get a free gift with every purchase, special offers, rebates, as well as a chance to win a getaway weekend for two at the Sheridan Society Hill Hotel with dinner and breakfast included. But that's not all. Here's the best part. During this event, all Robbins 8th and Walnut stores are offering our usual flexible payment plans. Plus, the option of a 12-month layaway with no interest. And there's a great selection of wedding bands from our clearance sale at savings of up to 60% off. So if you're getting married, don't miss this opportunity to see our expanded selection of famous art card wedding bands. That's Robbins 8th and Walnut, Robbins Resort Mall, Robbins Lawrence Park, and Robbins Mercer Mall. Our names are our address. Hurry, there's only two days left. Hi, I'm Roger Clinton. There are over one million homeless people in America, and it's time we do something about it. Perry Ellis America, in conjunction with the National Coalition for the Homeless, is asking you to take your clean old jeans to the nearest participating John Wanamaker store. Your jeans will be given to a local homeless organization, and you will be given a free Lose Your Blues t-shirt. 
Your denim donation can make a difference, America, so lose your blues. This is Seth Jordan of the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm donating my jeans, so meet me at the men's department at Wanamaker's King of Prussia, March 20th at 2 p.m. Man Show on the Classic Rock Station 94 WISP. You made it through, Lord. Yes, you made it through. Uh, when you do make it, I do have to put you on hold for a while. That's my only, uh, uh, I guess, mini apology because it takes a while. I got a lot of, I got a lot of shrieking to do. Yeah. Uh, 1-800-544-9294 is my number. So, uh, if I do put you on hold a while, stand by. I guarantee it. If I put you on hold, I'll get to you eventually. Hi, it's Greece. I want to ask your opinion about what the media are doing to our uh, uh, Olympians, to our champions, to our uh, to our Kim Zemeskal, to Nancy Kerrigan. To what, do you, what, do you, what do you think the media is doing to those people? Well, I think they're putting so much pressure on them that uh, they can't really perform the way they're... Uh, why can't they just be left alone? Well, what do you mean? Well, uh, hey, well, we got our, all our dreams and hopes on Kim Jemeskel. You want to see her do that bar. You want to see her do that round-off back handspring. You want to see her do that Valdez and Sukahara perfect. Uh, that's what all the uh, competition's all about. It's pressure. It's competing. Uh, it's mixing and mingling. Uh, that's what it's all about. And you can't say, well, we got an Olympic hopeful who could win the gold medal, and let's not do any stories about her. We as Americans want to know. It sells papers. It makes TV shows. Exactly it. Same Funny. with Kerrigan. She gets out there, and we're all waiting for her, and she falls out of... Well, I think sometimes you can overtrain a little bit. Yeah. I think, like any performance, you can overdo it, and maybe, uh, maybe it's up to the performers themselves to understand the pressure, to feed well, off Chris, it. Chris Manelli, I think, like in other countries, they leave him alone. They let him train. They let him uh, go through uh, the hardship that they have to put into it without all the pressure of all this money and the commercials and all that uh, modeling jobs and everybody's calling money, money, money. That's part, that's part of the thing, sir. You don't understand. That is part of the deal. There's always pressure. It's like saying you want to be an actor, but nobody's allowed to watch you. It's like saying you want to perform in some way, but you're going to perform privately. No, uh, Pressure is part of it. That's, that's part of the lure to the whole thing. There's always pressure. Look at the Super Bowl pressure. I mean, uh, prior to the Super Bowl, everybody's analyzed, and you get out there, and somebody's going to have to throw the ball without interceptions. Somebody, same thing with the, I know other countries, but other countries do it a little different. Back when there used to be a Soviet Union, you hear horror stories about their athletes. They had, they had pressure of their own. You don't win, we kill you. That was pressure. I mean, everybody, in every job, there's pressure, sir. Sometimes you can make pressure work for you, adrenaline. That's the best buzz of all. I experienced it as a doctor. Back in the days when I'd throw my arms skyward and scream, these hands have been touched by God! 